Hello and welcome to YHTV's Flowing into Awareness with visionary and master intuitive Anatara. This is episode 21. I'm Christina Suzumai, your host for this program. Today, we are finding, flowing with options and the many faces of truth. Hello, dear Anatara. Hello, Christina. So you are back from a nice long time away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, and it, I guess it was sort of a long time. I was in uh, northern Ontario on one of the Great Lakes for six weeks, mm. and then made my my uh, sojourn back to BC gradually by driving across the country, <laughs> and that that as well was um, the, the magnificent sights, the sense of how large the country is, the. Mm. The, the energetic, um, what's available energetically in this country. I, every time I, I make that drive, I am overwhelmed with the magnificence of the, of the raw, pure presence of the earth of Canada. Mm, and um, yeah, it, it's just it's a fantastic thing. So now I'm back on the coast of BC, happily surrounded by the ocean again. Uh, <laughs> well, you were surrounded by the lake. <laughs> yes, yes the, the lake is my is my true. It's my true energetic home and center. It's the it's the part of planet Earth that is most most me, most like me, or that I am the most like. And it, it feeds and nourishes my soul. But it freezes there in the winter, and it's not very practical to even imagine being there uh, for the whole year. So as I come back to the West Coast, I come back to more moderate temperatures. I can go to the mountains and be in the snow. I can be on the ocean all of the time. And and that, you know, for a, a Piscean as myself, is pretty important. It, it's, a, it's a good blend. Mm, lovely, lovely. Mm-hmm. So, uh, welcome back to the West Coast now. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and it sounds like uh, you were flowing. Oh, always, always yeah, flowing. Yes. I, I, I think we were we were talking a few moments ago, um, as we before we started to record, and and I mentioned that right now in this moment, I really don't have any hard sense, any concrete sense of what it is that I will be doing this fall or winter or where it is the most, um, where it would be the most profitable, not money-wise, but sort of perspective-wise and in terms of what I can contribute. Um, I, don't, I don't know what it is that I'm going to be doing yet. And and I'm feeling very relaxed about that. So the, you know, I've al- I'm always talking about flowing and always talking about the perspective of flowing and I'm I love understanding that I myself can achieve new newer and newer levels of that sort of newer levels of of being able to be present to really not trying to plan anything <laughs> and, and and I don't necessarily think that this is always going to be the case and maybe in a week I'll know exactly what it is to put my energy into but at the moment I don't know yet and that's okay so you know what I wanted to address today what I wanted to explore is the idea of of how many different kinds of truth there really are and when I say truth, I really mean how many options are there? How many possibilities are there? How many choices, different choices could one make 
you know, about any lifetime, about any day, about any week, about any relationship that are actually representative of some truth of that situation. So, a long way to, to that was a long way to really say that we we get caught in believing that that we have to do something, that we have to have something, that we have to be successful in a monetary way, or if we're in college or university, that we have to have good grades, um, or that we have to own a house by a certain you know time in our lives. And what would it be if all of those options are elements of truth? And what would it be like if it doesn't really matter which one of those we choose? So, more than anything, I'm talking about being able to, um, in a non-concrete way, evaluate the, the most effective or the most harmonious thing to choose in any given moment. Um, I was struck a couple times this summer in, in speaking with friends and colleagues that they were very, very driven by having a concept of a particular truth for themselves. So they thought, um, I've been in a job for 10 years. I, my goal at the end of this 10 years is to um, be the best that I can in my field. My goal at this time, at the end of the 10 years, is to have a six-figure salary. And, and I, I noticed that in the, in the, the confidence that, that only that truth was real, that only that truth was the truth, they were missing all sorts of, of options and all sorts of possibilities that were being provided for them all the time. And, and that in their limited thinking that there was only one truth that really applied to who they were and the stage of their life that they were at, that they were pigeonholing themselves into um, you know, sort of having their feet anchored in cement. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but, yes. <laughs> things, things were becoming too concrete. Things were becoming too black and white. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they, were, they were solidifying in their, in their physical beings and in their hearts because they only believed that one truth was possible. So I would say that that in general, the the Western perspective, Western culture's pr- perspective on truth, is that only one thing can be true at a time, and and we teach the kids in schools that this is right and this is wrong, um, and, and and I've also noticed that even in mathematics, you know, when you think about quantum physics and you think about certain kinds of mathematics, you, more than one truth is revealed all the time. Mm-hmm. So, so why not start to allow ourselves to to collect truths that which combine together are our truth, mm-hmm. and and wouldn't it be wonderful if that truth that that bundle of truths moves and flows and flexes with everything else that's going on around us? So, so my heart was, was attempting to speak to my friends and say, you don't have to be that caught. Your feet aren't really in cement. <laughs> yes, you can achieve your tenure at whatever it is that you're doing. And then what would you like to do with it? 
you know, maybe it's not just that one option or that one truth that you've been holding on to that is, that's what you need or want. Maybe there are other truths to add, you know, to mix in your basket, in your ball of truths so that more can happen for you. Um, when we look at, at truth as being only one thing, when truth is, is white and, and pain and suffering is black or however you want to look at, at opposites, what if we didn't have to believe that there was a, that there was a scale that had endpoints on it? What would it be like if we didn't have to say um, one option is possible or the other option is possible? What would it be like if truth was a flexible moving uh, river, a flexible moving wave, a flexible flow of, of the movement of options and possibilities? And, and what I mean by what, what would it be like, I really mean how would your being feel? You know, how would your personality feel if you weren't stuck in what you thought was true? If you were able to say, I like the idea of this particular truth, and I'm going to see what else is also true. So it's a play on the word true. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a play with the idea of, of um, what's acceptable and what's not acceptable. And, and more than anything, it's a willingness to listen and to be open to different truths for yourself and therefore different truths for others as well. Hmm. Okay, wow. That's uh, multi-layered today, uh, Anatara. <laughs> and I hear you. I, I hear the same conversations, and I, and I believe, um, <clears throat> you know, the societal and it could be cultural pressures of achievement and... Um, status, uh, ego, uh, all has a lot to do with it. Fear, a lot of fear. <laughs> so we do set those standards. We do set the goals. It's like, well, if I don't have this or I don't um, have, uh, for example, uh, a, a, a sum of money in the bank, well, how would I live? Who's going to take <laughs> care of me? You know, Social Security is running out. <laughs> you know, it, it's uh -huh. so, so much fear-based. And then, of course, you, you have the younger, the younger people who are possibly about to retire, and it's the same thing. It's like, well, I need this, this, and this in place before <laughs> I can retire because of the... And understandably so, because I think as, as people get older, they, they want to be comfortable. Of course we do. They want, to be they want to be comfortable. They want to be sort of uh, have uh, what they would call a, a senior nest egg, <laughs> possibly. Well, it, it's not such a strange concept to feel safe, is it? That's you know, right. It's, 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 it, it's not an unusually strange idea that we want to feel safe and protected and, and you know, have all of our needs met when we're, when we're older. And I was, I was thinking as you were speaking, when you mentioned ego, I had a very interesting conversation with a friend this summer who was, was looking at, at what is said about the ego. 
You know, mm. the ego is is made to be the bad guy in so many in so many circles mm-hmm. and in so many scenarios. The, this misleading ego that wants us to believe one thing when really there's all this other universal truth and love out there that the ego feels threatened by. And this friend said to me, "We're here." You know, we're people on this earth. How could we have been brought to this experience with something that's as bad as people say the ego is? So that 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 took me into um, a, a series of of wonderings and wanderings about about what the ego really is and about the truth of what the ego really is. And we know that the ego is very important um, because it gives us signals. It, it interprets certain things and it tells us, it tells us if we're in danger and it reminds us of, of past experiences. And, and wouldn't it be amazing if the ego, you know, can really be a partner, a partner in truth, you know, a, a partner in establishing and helping what some of those truths are that are available to us. So let's not run screaming and yelling away from the ego. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's, let's make a friend out of it, understand it, not rely on it for everything. You know, not all, don't, don't use it as the main form of interpretation for all information, but, but let's, let's flow with the ego and what the ego has to tell us. Um, and and find a way to realize that we never we will never know you know what the whole truth of anything is mm-hmm. ever mm-hmm. you know ever I agree <laughs> and, yes and we don't need to <laughs> there you go that's another piece it's it's I, I I do believe that our linear minds tend to take over because we just want to know <laughs> we just want to know so we can. Be prepared. <laughs> Precisely, and 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 the ego is, is a big has a big branch in that in that mm-hmm. um, you know that format of being prepared and needing to know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, oh. absolutely. Ah, oh, what a lovely moment, Anatara. <laughs> and I, you know, I I do I I am very much in alignment with what you've said about allowing things to flow, trusting, you know, just <laughs> believing in oneself and really. Getting to know oneself mm-hmm. and allowing the the morphing to happen, mm-hmm. the morphing to happen, and going through all these levels and flowing through it as opposed to setting it, and and exactly, and remembering that my truth doesn't make your truth wrong. Mm-hmm. It's it's critical. Mm, that's lovely. That's very lovely the way you said that. <laughs> this is my truth. <laughs> oh, what a wonderful moment. Thank you, Anatara. This is, uh, I know, you know, this is a, a subject that I know will come around again because, because there's much to say about it. There is truly, um, in each of the areas that you spoke about today, I do believe you could even get further in depth and the discussion can go further. So, so we, we will. We will. I, uh, yeah, we will. <laughs> thank you so much for this lovely moment. And uh, we would like to thank each and every one of you for joining us in this new platform of education and information. We're grateful for your continuous support and look forward to hearing your feedback on how we can serve you better. We invite you to join us live Tuesdays for Magical Medical Tour at 10.30 a.m. Pacific, 1.30 p.m. Eastern, 
Wednesdays for Trinity of Life at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, followed every other week with Flowing into Awareness with Anatara. I'd like to remind you that you can connect with Anatara by following her on Twitter, at Anatara, and of course, through her own site, anatara.ca. We would always love to hear comments and feedback, so please give us a call at 818-LET'S-TALK. 818-LET'S-TALK. Until next time, namaste. YHTV's Trinity of Life. Come join me, Christina Suzama, as I journey to find the many modalities that support individuals, from children to adults to elders, with topics ranging from health and wellness, meditation, and inspirational stories. I invite you to visit yogahub.tv every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern.